Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? It was pretty good. Uh, no complaints, at least. Just another... Another one in the in the steady stream of, of weeks heading towards eternity. Another day, another dollar in debt, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. eh, yeah, about a dollar in debt. That sounds good. Yeah, about a dollar fifty worth of debt, fifty cents worth of of making money. So yeah, it works out. Yeah, yeah. How about and you? It was a week, just another week. It was there. It happened. Uh, now I'm ready to to move into the next week. I've got some vacation time coming up this week, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Heck yeah, man! That's that, that's how you do. <laughs> um, so Michael, what are we drinking this week? Oh well, this week I sat down. I'm like, what ha- what do we have to drink? Because I didn't make it to the liquor store. So, what do we have to drink? And I just grabbed the first thing off of my shelf, which was the last remaining bit of that Angel's Envy. Okay, so sounds good. The thing. last little bit. This is gonna be. This is gonna do it. Yep. Gonna knock that it out. That one's over, and you can take that bottle and put it somewhere because it's actually a really pretty bottle. Yeah. So. It's got cool little wings on the back yep. of it. Oh yeah, it's 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 sticking around for a while. A bottle worth putting somewhere. <laughs> um. So, uh, did we have a pay per view this week? I know there's one tonight, yeah, and I think is tonight. Last week uh, weekend, I think there was Bound for Glory. Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> which we, we don't, you know, we don't, don't really do TNA, TNA so. Impact. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't believe there was a pay per view because we already covered because two weeks ago was uh, uh, all out, all out. Yeah. yeah, and I mean we had AEW was a, a big week. They had uh, what did they call it? Grand, Grand Slam, Slam for both uh, Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. So yeah. we'll kick off with Raw. Um, starting on Raw, we had the New Day, the the reunited New Day. Reunited. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kicked off complete with the uh traditional New Day entrance. Ah, oh, city we're in. Yep, I think they were in Raleigh. Uh, all three of them come out to the ring. You know, Biggie thanks everybody. Biggie uh. One of the things that I really liked about what he said was, uh, you know, I have this championship thanks to my brothers, uh, both here and the ones watching over me, yep. which caused the crowd to start chaining Brody. Well, he, he specifically thanked, without saying his name, he thanked Brody. Yeah. When he did, he looked up. Yeah. And he's like, somebody's watching over me from above. Yep. Got to respect that. Oh, yeah. Um Had a big, you know, had a big thing and set up what was going to be the main event, which was... The New Day versus the Bloodline. So Roman Reigns is going to be on Raw. Actually, I said main event. The next match. My bad. Yeah. The opening match was New Day it. versus Bloodline. That was supposed to be the yeah. main event, but uh, Vince changed everything at like 5 o'clock before yeah. the show. Uh, so we end up with uh, the Bloodline versus the New Day. The Bloodline wins. Uh, Xavier ate the pin, uh, as you figured he probably did. We then had Dewdrop versus Eva Marie, where Dewdrop won. Um, can can Eva Marie just go back to being uh, a nothing any, again? That would be great. Uh, we had Randy Orton versus AJ Styles, where Randy Orton wins. 
Uh, Shayna Baszler fought Nia Jax. Shayna Baszler won after the match. She destroyed Nia's arm, which has written Nia off TV for a while. Uh, we then had Mustafa Ali and Mansoor versus Angel Garza and Umberto Carrillo, where Garza and Carrillo won. So it was nice to see Ali and Mansoor get a little bit of a push for, what, two weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks, and now they're just back to being nothing. Uh, we then had uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki versus Natalia and Tamina for the women's tag titles, where uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki won. So they are now the, the new uh, women's tag team champions. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Alexa had a promo, I guess. Alexa's was pretty good. Charlotte had one good line. The rest of it was kind of trash. Uh, we'll talk about, because there was something with the dirt sheets with this that we'll talk about when we get to it. Uh, we then had Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, where Jeff Hardy wins. And finally, we had a triple threat match. Because remember that six-man tag match we talked about? Uh, Lashley came out and inserted himself, then said that he could beat Biggie and Roman at the same time. So we have a triple threat match. Reigns wins. Um, we'll talk about that because I don't think that well, was the right choice. But... Reigns won, but he pinned Bobby. He did yeah. not pin. Reigns won, he pinned Bobby. Then afterwards, Bobby picked up a chair and beat the ever-loving shit out of everybody. No. <laughs> so, uh, But that was Raw. Tuesday, we had NXT 2.0 Episode 2, where we started with a lot of the new guys in the ring. Uh, then Ciampa came out. They cut a face promo. Hooray. Had the NXT champion, the NXT Cruiserweight title of Kushida versus Roderick Strong, where Strong wins. Uh, Kaylee Ray versus Amari Miller, where Kaylee Ray won. Dante Chin versus Trey Baxter, where Dante Chin won. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy, which I think this is one where we need to, uh, we're going to talk about as well, but Cameron Grimes won. Mm -hmm. Electra Lopez from Legado del Fantasma versus Anna Shear. Lopez won. Odyssey Jones beat Carrie Millman and Darren Chapiata or Chipetta. Who? I, I, I really don't care. Toxic Attraction, which is the new thing that Mandy Rose is calling her, Gigi Dolan and uh, JC Jane. Uh, they had a little promo. Uh, then Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker had a tag match versus Pete Dunne and Rich Holland, where uh, Breaker and Ciampa won. And just just as a real quick before we move on to, to AEW Dynamite. Sure. So Bleacher Report on this one gave almost every match a C or lower. Well, we'll circle back to it, but we both said the exact same thing about that, about NXT. I simply don't care anymore. Yeah. Like neither one of us was engaged with that program at all, at all. So let's move on. We'll circle yeah. back. And we'll talk about all that. AEW dynamite. Uh, what did they call this? They called it grand slam. Because it's a big special or something. Well, it's at Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is, yeah. you know, yeah. Arthur Ashe, tennis but, guy. There you go. There we go. We have uh, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega to start the show. Match goes to a no contest. Or a, a draw, essentially. And then the Elite beat up on Brian Danielson. We get MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr., 
who uh, MJF gets the win there. We have Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes, where um, Malachi Black gets the win after having to kind of cheat to win, which I didn't like. Yeah. But it's Cody. Uh, We have FTR versus Sting and Darby Allin, where Sting and Darby Allin get the win. We have Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's Championship. And your new... AEW, no, no, Britt Baker won. I hated that. Yeah. That match it, shouldn't have been as soon as it was. Britt Baker won with Ruby tapping out. Yeah. We'll she, talk about that. I don't mind that Britt won. We'll talk about that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that was Dynamite. Uh, we then had SmackDown, of course, Friday night. Uh, we started off with Bianca Belair uh, cutting a promo. Or Becky cutting a promo, then Bianca came out. Uh, they had a little tiff before Extreme Rules. It's going to be tonight. Uh, we had King Nakamura versus Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental title, where Nakamura won. Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega, where Zelina Vega won. This is her first win since last September. Um, But she only won because Carmella... Got an interfered because Carmella and Liv are having a match tonight. Uh, we had Happy Talk with Baron Corbin, or Happy Corbin, uh, where him and Kevin Owens came out. Kevin Owens was the, the guest, and then uh, Riddick Moss showed back up, which when he showed up, I was like, who is that? And they never said his name. They, they asked, is that Riddick Moss? Yeah. And then they completely ignored. And then it was ignored. From that point on, I only found out because I looked up, you know, some things about the the whole show. Uh, we ended up with Nikki versus Natalia after a backstage segment where Nikki beats Natalia. Sonya Deville uh, and Naomi had a little backstage thing where Sonya Deville threw Nikki or threw Naomi out of the ring, the arena. Uh, then we had Roman Reigns versus Montez Ford after Montez Ford had made some comments earlier in the night. Of course, Roman Reigns wins, but then Finn Balor showed up and took out everybody. Mm-hmm. So there's Finn Balor's stand tall moment so that he can lose uh, as the demon. We can feed that to Roman uh, tonight on Extreme Rules. Hopefully there's some shenanigans and it's not a clean win. Nah, I'm pretty Hope. sure at this point Roman Reigns will beat... Roman Reigns will 18-second Finn Balor's demon... You know, the most protected thing just about in wrestling the right now. undefeated demon. Yep. Anyways, uh, moving over to Rampage, which was also a Grand Slam and a two-hour Rampage. So, long week of wrestling this week. Yeah. We start the show off with CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. CM Punk uh, put a tweet out saying that hand-frozen... You know, Luke and Leia watch on as Chewbacca and uh, they yeah. fly off. At Lando fly off. And it leads into my match exactly how I planned it. Yeah. Because the lead-in to Rampage was Empire Star Strikes Wars. Back. Yep. So CM Punk versus Powerhouse Hobbs. CM Punk gets the win. The Young Bucks and Adam Cole versus Jurassic Express and Christian where uh, the Young Bucks and... Adam Cole, what are they calling Super the click. Super Click, get the win. 
the men of the year versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, where the men of the year get the win. Yep. And then afterwards, American top team shows up and beats up on Jericho and Hager and nothing happens. Yeah. That was the break point. I think from the one hour to the two hour. Yeah, it? it was. And, and the next match you have, Santana and Ortiz. So they were standing in position yeah. and they didn't come running. Like you have the inner circle there. And nobody comes running out. Mm-hmm. What? So anyways, um, we have, um, HFO versus Lucha Bros and Santana and Ortiz in a match. And then, um, Yeah, HFO versus Lucha Bros and Santa, Santana yep. and Ortiz. The faces get the win there. Uh, Lucha Bros and Santana and Ortiz were tag team together. Yes. Uh, we have Anna J versus Penelope Ford, where uh, Anna, uh, the, 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 Penelope Ford, I think, gets the win here. Yeah, Ford won. Because Ford it was won. the same and, exact match that we saw Wednesday night. Yeah, well, it was a distraction, which Anna J yeah. caused Anna J to lose from the bunny. Tay Conte runs out because when the bunny came out, why didn't Tay Conte come out to even the odds? Yep. I, I, this was answer this question, please. I, I need to know why. So there's one thing I want to talk about on NXT when we get done with this. Okay. And then we'll move so, to AW. <laughs> so Tay Conte runs out. She gets beat down. Hardy family people come on out and block the ring. And then... Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander walk out and then Dark Order comes out. They clear the ring. The Dark Order stands ready to accept Evil Uno back into their midst and Uno won't join them. And he, he, he walks. He stops. And then he walks out. I don't I don't get it. Our final match of the night, Suzuki Gun versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Moxley and Kingston get the win. And we see a debuting homicide. Well, we haven't seen there there hasn't been the homicide is all elite thing. Okay. So. Either way, Homicide made his AEW homicide debut. Yeah, yeah. Because he appears in the match. He has music. It's not like he ran out. Right. Well, he did run out from the crowd, but it's not like he just right. randomly showed up from the crowd. They played his music. Yeah. So I'm, I imagine it, in the next day or two we'll see like homicides all over. It, it'll be after probably after uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. Probably. But yeah, we, we see Homicide, which nobody, I don't think anybody was expecting that. I, I put in our little group chat, and I'm like, Homicide with question marks. <laughs> yep. And you were like, Glad I'm not the only one who was right. thinking that. My girlfriend was completely less. She's like, what? Who is huh? this guy? Who's it? And I'm yeah. just like, I'll explain later. Just <laughs> but yeah. Suzuki Gun controlled this match. Yeah. And then Moxley comes back after Homicide interferes. And well, gets Moxley, Suzuki Gun controlled the match because they taped Moxley's hands behind his back. Yeah. So he couldn't really do anything. They, they took Eddie out in like the first second. Yeah. And then both of them double teamed on Moxley. And Homicide ran down, cut uh, Moxley's hands free. And that's pretty much where we get the. Yeah. So 
So that let's was talk. that was Rampage. There's one thing on NXT that I want to talk about. Okay. Overall, I want to say that I don't think I'm going to watch NXT this week. Probably not. I, um, I just I've got enough other stuff to do that if a show's not going to hold my interest, this show didn't hold my interest at all. I didn't care that Roderick Strong, because uh, I don't care about the whole diamond mine thing at all in the first place. Um, I didn't care that Roderick Strong uh, cheated and won the title from Kushida. I mean, you expected that. Right. Um, I didn't care about any of the people on this show, really. The one thing I do want to talk about is Joe Gacy. So Joe Gacy, this has caused a little bit of a controversy around the the internet wrestling community. I wouldn't joke and say who. Right. Because he just made his debut this week. Well, he's he's been on before, uh, like in the NXT Dark Circle, Dark Matches. and Well, that, that nature, and the, but, uh, the breakout tournament, I think. Yeah, he was in the but, breakout tournament, which know, was really still, cool. But still, who? This this character has come out um, and... Has art that that character has already been retired from what I, I've read online on the sheets stuff like that. He came out. He wanted to call the ring a safe space, and he was. This is what I imagine Vince McMahon sees like the left wing as. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, milk toast soy boy, I believe is the term. Uh, and Cameron Grimes came out and beat him in very quickly in a very horrible match. Um. And I think that then I re- you know read the thing that says, "Hey, this character's already done with." Um, yeah, th- this was this was bad. Mm-hmm. the The whole fact, the whole Braun Breaker thing is stupid. You know, there we can't just, mention Steiner at all. We can't mention the fact right. that he's Rick Steiner's son, but he's using the Steiner recliner, right. which they're calling the recliner. Yep. Um, I just, you know, and, and Pat, I know you're listening to us, so I'll, I'll, you know, I'm calling you out on this one for months and months and months. Michael and I tried to convince Pat to watch NXT. You know, Pat was a, Pat's been a wrestling fan for a long time. He was a, uh, you know, lapsed fan really. Yeah. Uh, Agreed with us that, you know, WWE is kind of meh at best. Um, AEW come out. Pat's like fired up, new new wrestling fan, loves it. You know, we talk about it on Wednesday nights before, you know, the show, all that kind of stuff. Um, we've been trying so hard to get him to watch NXT because NXT was really good. I can't say that now. I, I can't try to convince anybody to watch NXT at all. I, since they've gone to NXT 2.0, and I, I feel bad because I want to give them the chance and I understand that this is the time of year when we always have the new people that we don't necessarily care about because it's right after the breakout tournament. They're introducing all the new people. They're establishing their characters. Yeah. But, but none of them. The thing is though, they introduce those new people and they're introduced with people that are established. You know, you introduce the new guy and he fights Champa. You introduce the new guy and he fights undisputed era. You introduce the new guys and they fight with Imperium. They, the new people are introduced fighting with the people that are established that we know. And it builds them up. Then the established people that we know get moved to the main roster and, and thrown in the trash can. But the, those new people 
are then now the established people, and the new people come in and fight with them. So when I watch a match, I can say, cool, I'm watching Ciampa versus this new guy. And then, oh, that's really awesome. You know, he's really cool. Then in, you know, six, seven months, that new guy is an established guy. You know, look yeah. at Rich Holland. You know, yeah. I mean, if his knee wouldn't have exploded, it would be different. We would know him better. But they introduced him. Yeah. They're, they're was, reintroducing him now. He does have some name recognition. Right. But, like, but when like, they introduced him, he was in a thing with Pete Dunne and, and, you know, Roddy and all of those. So he was, this is a guy that we don't know, but he's in there with the people we do know. Yeah. So he got recognition quick. I don't care about two no-names fighting. Yeah, it, it did nothing for me. The show did not maintain my attention at all. None. This is the second week in a row that during NXT, I was just like, eh, what else can I do? I mean, there's flashes of greatness. You got Ciampa with the title and him staring up at Goldie at the end of the show yeah. as he's holding Goldie up and just staring lustfully at her. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah, I mean... But the rest of the show, none Pointless. of it caught my attention. I didn't care. Now, we, we also have a report coming out this week that they don't see Cameron Grimes on the main roster. I really don't either. And I, I never have either. It Cameron took a long Grimes, time for Cameron Grimes to get over to me. Yeah, Cameron Grimes is Santino Morella. Yeah. You know, Cameron Grimes could move to the main roster. He could go to Raw. He could go to SmackDown. Um, he could be a 24-7 champion. I think maybe he could flirt in the U.S. title, intercontinental title picture. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he would ever win one, but he could flirt in that picture. Um, he could be the guy, the, the joke mid-Carter who Roman Reigns has an open challenge with and gets annihilated in 26 seconds. You know, that's that's the peak of his career. In that's what Cameron Grimes is in WWE. And, and I don't think he goes the, anywhere else and gets nah, a whole lot more exposure than that. I like Cameron Grimes. I like what he's done with his character, because you go yeah. back and you listen to us when he first debuted and we're who is this guy? He's dirty. He's he's the know, epitome of greasy. Like he's nothing. What is his character? His character was like hillbilly. Hillbilly hipster. Right, you know, it exactly. just it, it didn't work. But he's he's grown and he's grown on me. And I like Cameron Grimes. I don't see him outside NXT being successful. Yep. But if he doesn't have that path up to the main roster, yeah, we saw what point. happens when somebody doesn't have a path up to the main roster. When Vince doesn't see somebody on the main roster, mm -hmm. they're gone. Yep. Bronson Reed. Yep. Gone. Bronson Reed, who could have been a huge star. Everything about Bronson Reed was there. Oh, for sure. And Vince is like, yeah, I don't see him on I the main roster. Bye. For anything, bye. He did a couple dark matches. They didn't see anything, and they got rid of him. That's what exactly? So, bye, Cameron. Yeah. Uh, see you. See you some sometime in a, in a different promotion, probably next year or something. I imagine. Um, yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he he did pick up the win this week. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about something real quick. And okay. it was a picture I sent to you. You guys yesterday. Okay. And this is uh, by PFMU on Twitter. And he tweeted out minutes of wrestling per hour this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Raw, 19 minutes. 
19 minutes per hour. So that's let's what? just let's just round it up to right. 20 minutes to make say, it easier. Round it up to 20 minutes, and you'll say that was one hour of wrestling in a three-hour show. Yep. NXT 17 minutes. 17 minutes in it, so uh, 34 minutes in a two-hour show. Mm-hmm. NXT UK, which we don't watch, we don't yeah. talk about, but 29 minutes. So almost an hour of a two-hour show. That's that's pretty. Uh, I'm okay favorable. with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm I am okay with that, especially for a WWE product. Yeah. SmackDown. 15 minutes. 30 minutes in a two-hour show. Yes. And it showed. Mm-hmm. I watched that show last night, and it yes. was so slow. Yes. Now, was there cool stuff? Yes. Montez Ford just showing that he has it. Vince will never let him use it, Montez but he Ford has it. will be a superstar somewhere that is not the WWE. Yeah. Dynamite. 37 minutes. So almost an hour or over an hour, hour yeah. and 14 minutes in a two hour show. Yeah. Okay. Rampage. Okay. 36 minutes. Again, an hour and 12 minutes in a two hour show. And that's the difference. Which shows were you entertained by this week? Uh, Dynamite and at least the first hour of Rampage. The second yeah. hour of Rampage. Well, I mean, uh, there was, was there were some bumps. I'm not, we're not giving AEW clear here. We're not, we're not yeah. saying that they're, but. Their show was entertaining. It was fast-paced. It was moving. Yeah. WWE shows kind of drunk. Yeah, they did. They, they were. And, and this is, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we said that Dynamite really did nothing to sell uh, all out for us. Mm-hmm. So we weren't going to get it. Um, and they didn't. However, Raw and SmackDown did absolutely nothing. Like, less this is- than Dynamite. Yeah. To make me want to watch Extreme Rules tonight. Raw was the go-home Raw for Extreme Rules. I don't remember one match that they pushed because their focus was the championships Yeah, and Bobby Lashley being mad. And... SmackDown, the only thing SmackDown got was the the Finn Balor moment. Because if you're going to lose spectacularly on a pay-per-view, you have to have your moment. Otherwise, what was the point? Well, yeah. And I I said, you know, to my girlfriend last night when we were watching, and Bianca got over on Becky. I said, and Becky wins on Sunday. It's it's so pitiful that we can sit here and we feel like we know who the winners are going to be. Yeah, there's no reason for me. Now, I feel like on all of the the non-major pay-per-views, for the most part, you should know who's going to win. Mm. You're watching it to see if the match is good. You know, Roman Reigns is not going to drop that belt with how he's being booked. He's not dropping that belt until a, ma- a big four. No. You know, probably not, he, not until a WrestleMania. Uh, the the big know. the 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 chance I might see him dropping the belt is next month in October. Yeah. To Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia, maybe, maybe, because um, uh, you know that that's what they're building towards. Yeah, maybe that Brock is going to show up tonight. Yeah. Brock is going to show up and he's going to step in the ring with Roman, and he is going to face off. He's going to yeah. make Roman accept his challenge. 
that's happening and it's going to happen tonight. Yeah. Because they're setting that match up for Saudi Arabia. Yep. Um So anything spe- spectacular from Raw or SmackDown that you want to talk about? Well, we mentioned talking about the segment with oh, Alexa yeah. Bliss. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on Raw, there was a, uh, an Alexa's Playground segment with Alexa and Charlotte, and they were cutting a promo about the, the match that they're having uh, tonight. Um, Charlotte had one good line, and the rest of it, her promo was terrible. Um, her one good line was in response to Alexa saying something along the lines of Charlotte stealing her gimmick from her dad. Uh, and Charlotte's response back was, you have no room to talk about stealing a gimmick. Uh, which, which is true. You know. Absolutely true. You know, 100%. Alexa's gimmick is the fiend. So, Alexa's but, gimmick is the Dollar General version of yeah. the fiend. I'm sorry, I love Alexa. So, I need her to stop with this gimmick. So, Charlotte's portion was terrible. Alexa's portion was slightly better because Alexa goes into the talking about how um, she talks about the, the supernatural stuff around the gimmick and all that kind of stuff, but that's not the driving force behind her. The driving force is, you know, she just doesn't like Charlotte, yada, yada, yada. Her promo was pretty decent. Um, but then she attacks Charlotte afterwards, and Charlotte just manhandles her. Uh mm-hmm. I have no anything that Alexa's going to win tonight at all. No. Why would you? You know. Uh, so, it just, Raw was just, the New Day thing was cool. It's it's good to see the New Day back together. The, even the Bloodline match was, was pretty fun. The triple threat at the end with Roman, Bobby, and E. Um, Roman had no business winning that match. Should have been E. It should have been E. E should have pinned Bobby. I'm okay with Bobby taking the pin. Bobby well, doesn't. Yeah, no. Bobby doesn't have a title right now. He's Bobby the one that was the one who needed to take the pin. Uh, especially with the whole, you know, how he was acting about how he was better than both the champions. Yada yada yada. He should have been the one to take the pin, but E should have gotten the win. We're on Raw. That's E's mm-hmm. show. He's just now the new champion. Well, and, and the reports are still coming out, and I think that this plays into it, and that's why I'm... I'm mm-hmm. Fox is not happy with SmackDown. No, not at all. Fox is not happy that WWE let Punk sign. Yes, they were. They were AEW. Bad about that. Which, I, you know, I say let Punk sign with AEW. Yeah. Fox offered, if I remember the story correctly, Fox offered to pay for Punk. Yes, yes. Fox because offered Fox to cover knew, everything for Punk. Fox knew that Punk is a draw. He's a draw. Yeah. WWE said no. Right. Cause and can't, I can't guarantee you that Punk, I, you know. I can't guarantee you that Punk would have taken it anyway. But, but Punk might have looked at the offer, the, and depending on what they were, what Fox was going to guarantee and what WWE would be willing to put in the contract. Yep. He could have gotten a decent contract. Yeah, not even decent. He could have gotten an amazing contract. Oh, for sure. Um, I don't see the WWE hanging out on Fox after that contract is over. No, 
They're not. I, I don't see Fox. Fox will not re-sign that contract. Well, and, the, and only, the only way Fox re-signs that is if Fox somehow buys WWE between now and then, and then you won't see it renewed on on USA because Fox will own. Yeah. And they'll move Raw to, like, FX or something. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what's going to end up happening one way or the Because USA is not happy either. No. Vince, USA is mad because SmackDown has a stacked card. SmackDown has Roman. SmackDown has Brock. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and let's face it. Roman, whether we like Roman or not, whether we like everything that they're doing with his character or not, Roman is the draw. Yeah. Roman is the draw. WWE Raw this week had large numbers. Like, they had a fairly decent viewership. Yeah. I think it's going to drop dramatically next week. When Roman's on the show? When Roman's not on the show and after the showing that yeah. we got. Oh, I, I feel like you're 100% right. So, back to the, the segment, though. This is where a little bit of the controversy comes in in that segment. The Dirt Sheets started reporting that during the Charlotte Alexa promo segment, almost 1,500 people left the arena. Not going to get merchandise. Left. They got up. They went to their cars. And they drove home. Um, there has been arguments over that one. A couple have said, no, that's exactly what it is. Dave Meltzer said that it was 1500 wrestling 411, which take that one with a grain of salt has said that it was 1500. Well, to be fair, you can take Meltzer with a grain of salt too. People at the show have said that, no, that wasn't what it was that, you know, people got up and they did go to the merchandise stand because, they had uh, unveiled the Lily dolls uh, to sell during that promo. Um, some people said that they did see people leaving, but it was more like around six to seven hundred, not fifteen hundred. You know, so take it for what you will. Either way, the fact of the matter is, whether it was seven hundred or fifteen hundred. Multiple hundreds of people yes. left. They got up. They walked out. That's not before the main event. Yeah, that that's not some small number of people before the main event. That was Roman Reigns versus Big E versus Bobby Lashley. So let, let's clarify what our main event was. People left. Yeah. So uh, people left enough for it to be a news blip. People leave all the time in wrestling shows. I'm going to beat the traffic. I'm not going to get stuck in the parking lot. Or it's maybe already they, getting they, late. I've seen my favorite wrestler, and I've seen I don't my care favorite to see person, the next I don't person. Care. But you had three of your arguably bigger draws in the main event. Mm-hmm. And people left. Yeah. A, a large portion, whichever way you slice it. So, yeah, as Mick Foley said, WWE, we have a problem. Yeah. NXT's terrible now. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. I won't necessarily say terrible. NXT is not good now. Um, yeah. Raw continues its boringness. SmackDown isn't faring much better now. There for a while, SmackDown was doing great, but we seem to have fallen back into the whole, eh, it's the Roman show, nothing else on this show matters. So, it's... 
I've said it before, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to make a difference that I believe this or not. Move my microphone closer so you can actually hear what I'm saying. <laughs> it's it's not going to make a difference or not that whether I believe this or you believe this. It is time for Vince McMahon to step back. It really is. Or, and you know the the sad thing is, I don't necessarily want Vince to step back because when Vince is on his game, it's compelling. No, it, it absolutely I Vince, is. I need Vince to catch up with the times and be Vince McMahon with the current times. I, I don't need, think Vince knows how to be Vince McMahon with the current times. I don't think he does either. I think he needs, which which falls to what you're saying, he needs to go. But I mean, I'm not saying that Think he about needs... it this way. Like, think about, think about the 90s, the late 90s, eh, mid to late 90s, early 2000s. When you started hitting the Attitude Era. Well, it was, right? it was late 90s. It was late 96. 90s, 96, 97, up to about 2001. Yeah. Vince McMahon had his hand forced by WCW. WCW was making an edgier show. The 18 to 34 crowd was tuning into it for, well, 83 weeks. They beat them. Mm-hmm. The edgier crowd, the, the, the demographic that wrestling targets was not watching them. Which forced Vince to get away from the the PG New Generation era, or which was the the previous. I guess I say PG. They were PG before Attitude, and then they went back to PG. But they were the New Generation era. They they forced them to get away from that. Get away from the whole every wrestler has a day job gimmick. You know that kind of garbage. You know they became I'm the Repo Man. Right. They became the Attitude era, and when they hit the Attitude era. Were there misses in the Attitude Era? Absolutely. There were bad storylines, and there were bad segments, and there were bad calls. Look, nobody is asking for Vince Russo to come back. No, but when the Attitude Era started, you had Stone Cold, you had The the Rock, not Rocky Maivia, you know. You had DX. You had all of this stuff going for you. WWE exploded. And really showed WCW how you do wrestling, and Absolutely. they un- they they annihilated them, pure and simple. Now, do I think WWE would ever annihilate AEW? No, AEW has too much money backing it and too much goodwill at the moment. Uh, same well, here's, way, here's the thing, though. You say that, and you say that AEW has too much backing, too much money backing it. Uh, well, here's too why. much goodwill. Here's why. Here's why. Here's I'll why. give you the goodwill. Let me. I'll give you the goodwill. WCW had Ted Turner behind them. Yeah, but there was a problem with that. Ted Turner went from being the head of the thing to a cog in the wheels. Yeah, you know, to a cog in the gear or gear in the gear in the machine. When AOL Time Warner bought out Turner Studios, Ted's visions, Ted's wants did not matter. It was AOL Time Warner and them saying, we will not have wrestling on our shows. That's what Hillbillies watch. That was the end of WCW. Yeah. Done. Considering this is all done by Tony and Shad Khan and, like, private money, you know, they're not owned by TNT. They're not owned by TBS. And as long as they can keep bringing numbers in. As long as they can keep bringing numbers, 
they're going to be fine. Which so, we actually got the official announcement. You bring that up, and I'm, I'm interrupting yeah. you, and I apologize. But you bring up the, the TBS thing. We got the official yeah. announcement this week. Yeah. January, Dynamite's moving to TBS. TBS. And Rampage is staying on TNT. Yeah. Um, so AEW's not going anywhere unless the cons want AEW to go somewhere. But Vince really needs to... Vince needs to change or he needs to step away so that somebody who can change can take over. Because right now, you can look at NXT 2.0 and see the changes that were made and realize that you went from something that was a diamond in the rough, wrestling fans love this, to this is Raw Jr. Absolutely. NXT used to feel intimate. NXT used to feel counterculture. It used to feel intimate. It used to feel like I'm watching a WWE product that isn't a WWE product. And now it just feels so sterile. Yep. It's just I hate good. the color scheme. It's terrible. This, this is an early 90s daytime talk show is what this is. This is Jerry Springer. This is Ricky Lake. This is Phil Donahue. Yeah. That's what Sally, that, Sally, Jesse, Sally Jesse Raphael. That's what that set is. Um. But you know what? That's enough about WWE. Yeah, that's that's enough depressing content. Let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about it. Danielson versus Omega. Jesus. That was every bit the dream match that we always thought it would be. Absolutely. I Now, I don't put any stock at all in Dave Meltzer and his five-star rating system. Yeah. None at all, because he just he absolutely hates WWE, and he won't give them a five-star match. Right. If they paid him. Yeah. But he, this is Daniel Bryan's first five-star, Meltzer five-star match. Which, really, Weird. Yeah. really, Dave, right. this is why I don't yeah, don't exactly. buy you as a commentator, as a, yeah. you know, you, no, your as match. a reliable source. Or a reliable. Yes, WWE has issues. We've, we've mentioned several today. Yeah. They also have great matches from time to time, and Daniel yeah. Bryan has been a part of several of those. They deserve their due when they do it right. Yeah. But my God, this match. Oh, that match was fantastic. It ended the way it should have ended, I think. I think a time limit draw is a great ending. The only thing I might would have changed, and we discussed this, I think, Wednesday night, would have been to for Daniel Bryan to have Kenny in either the yes lock or cattle mutilation or wh- whichever one of his submissions you want to add there. And as they ring the bell and announce time limit draw, then Kenny taps. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryan then has the, I did make you tap. And Kenny's like, well, I survived and I still have the belt, so it doesn't matter, huh? You know? Yeah. It, yeah, this is how that's that... The only, and that's a super small nitpick tweak. The rest of this match was great. We're going to see these guys fight again. Yes. And, and we knew that from the beginning, that we were going to see these guys fight again. You know, we talked about how they're giving away this match on free TV. You know, um, this should have been on their pay-per-view, their December pay-per-view. I have changed my mind. I I always said it should be on free TV. Because, you know, my, my AEW is still, you have to pay for their pay-per-views. You know, you still got to pay the 50 bucks. Yeah. You know, WWE, you just have to have Peacock. Whatever. Um, 
So AEW still has to be in the mindset of, you have to give me something compelling that I want to pay $50 plus for. This would have been something that I would have paid $50 for. Oh, I I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. But if they had told me, hey, we're going to see Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryanson on pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Take my money. Yeah. So, you know, that needs to be a pay-per-view match. That is a selling point for a match. They're giving it away for free. They gave it away for free with a, I don't want to say a dusty ending because it wasn't a dusty ending, but it wasn't a conclusive ending. So when we see Omega Danielson 2 at the pay-per-view, I am I'm even more willing to pay for that pay-per-view. Oh, absolutely. You know, we said about, and, and this goes back to All Out, we said about All Out, we didn't want to buy All Out because the Dynamite before was kind of meh. Yeah. I don't care what the Dynamite before is before the pay-per-view where I get to see uh, Omega Danielson 2. Yeah, you put Omega Danielson 2 or 3 or 27 yeah. on a card. I'm, I'm buying. Shut it. up and take my money. They, I don't care. They could not show any dynamite between now and then. Yeah. Here's my money. Um. So that was great. The extreme amount of over that Adam Cole is. You know, Adam Cole, the guy that WWE wanted to turn into a heel manager for Keith Lee. Wanted to change his name because we didn't. We don't need people thinking that Cole is related to Cole. You know, they wanted to take. They wanted him to change his look. Like he says this on Jericho's podcast. They wanted him to cut his hair and shave his beard. Um, I don't understand it. Like it's, I don't understand Vince's disdain for the crowd. Yeah, I don't either. Because that is your bread and butter. This is why people tune in. And when you have somebody who's over like Adam Cole, who's over like a Keith Adam Lee, Cole, who, you know. Adam Cole is a heel. Adam Cole is in the elite, which you and I have said on multiple occasions, we have no love for the elite. We don't like them as heels. We don't like the booking that goes into them most of the time. I don't mind the elite. I don't like the way that the elite are treated currently. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. Like, yeah, they're heels. You're boo. You're supposed to boo heels. I'm not booing them because they're heels. I don't like them on the television in the current incarnation of the elite. Yeah, it's the young bucks come out. The crowd boos heavily. Then you hear the first that first uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine esque. Intro for Adam Cole and Arthur Ashe Stadium erupted. And then here comes Adam Cole out, you know, and the crowd is cheering. There are Adam Cole Bay Bay signs all yeah. over for a heel, you know? Yeah. Because he's Adam Cole Bay Bay. So, I mean, he's that over. And WWE dropping the ball. Yeah. Look, WWE dropping the ball on uh, on the now name Malachi the, Black. The boom that he does, you know, the the you know thumb to the back boom, the baby. All right, boys and girls, it's story time with Adam Cole. That stuff is one hundred percent in WWE's wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and they let it go. Yeah, that is the kind of stuff that a WWE superstar would beg to be able to have and. 
have those catch lines, that plastered on a t-shirt, whatever. Yeah. And WWE just let it go. No, no, we were going to turn him into a heel manager. Because uh, he's too small. Because he's too small. So. It's not about the size. Like, almost. Let's, let, let's, let's, yeah. almost. Huge. Huge guy. Yeah. Decently charismatic, you know. Yep. I don't care. I don't want to see an almost fight yep. because WWE's booking of almost is eh, WWE's booking of almost is uh, Great Kali. Yes, is Giant Gonzalez. And and I get that. That's probably about almost probably about all level. I can do. I I understand that. But then you put him in your training, your multi million dollar training facility in Orlando, Florida. Yep. Well, the thing is, like his size, his size definitely limits. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I mean, um, you look at you look at Braun Strowman and his size, and by the end, you could tell that his knees yeah. are shot. Yep. So, I get that. I understand that his size limits him. But you put him in the training facility, and you let him learn how to do some stuff. Yeah, because right now he doesn't take bumps. Uh, and he doesn't, he doesn't sell. This isn't 1985. I'm not interested in seeing a guy... Who doesn't sell a hit? Right. I'm not going to WWE to see your Ripley's Believe It or Not sketch because I've seen MMA. Mm-hmm. I understand. Shoot, I'm 34 years old and my body does things sometimes where, like, my knee like, tries to give mean, out on you me. You mean waking up? Yes, that's what you're talking about. Like, no, I the human body. I don't care how strong you are if somebody hits you with something with some force mm-hmm. you're going to react a little bit you're going to move you're going to something is going to happen if they hit your leg your knee is going to give a little bit whether it gives all the way or not but i don't need to see you standing there like mm. right it's boring it is so oh sorry but adam yeah. cole who's a smaller guy has the charisma I believe it when he does it. Yeah. I, I know. I understand how the Canadian Destroyer works. Yeah. But it still looks so damn cool when he does the Panama Sunrise. Yes. Like, I I remember watching the Canadian Destroyer way back in the day when Petey Williams was doing yeah. it in Impact. And I'm like, I don't, how is that working? I don't quite get it. And then once I figured it out, once I realized yeah. what they're doing, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I did not like the Britt Baker Ruby Soho match. I thought the match was okay. I, I didn't care for the the fact that Ruby lost. Not so much that I didn't that I wanted Ruby to win. More so, I didn't want Ruby to lose this quick. Um. I I I kind of hate the fact that she won the the chip for that reason. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. No. She. They should have. Played this out till the pay per view. Yeah. Um, uh, whether you want, if you don't want to put the title on Ruby right now, I'm fine. Yeah. Like I'm cool with Britt still being the champ. Don't get me wrong. But Ruby should not have tapped. Ruby shouldn't have tapped. Ruby shouldn't have lost her second match. Well, third match, yeah. I guess technically. Um, no, she shouldn't have. She shouldn't have lost it. And it's indicative of AEW because we've been singing AEW's praises today. Yeah. So, but we're we're gonna talk. 
their women's division is booked like shit. Yeah, it's booked horribly. Well, we talked about it for a minute. Let's talk about it. Let's continue to talk about this. So we have Anna Jay in a feud with Penelope Ford, Mm -hmm. which has brought in the bunny, which has brought in uh, Matt Hardy. uh, Well, uh, uh, Tay Conti. Yeah. On Dynamite, we saw Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford. Was it? I thought it was the the bunny. bunny. She beat the bunny. Where she beats the bunny and then gets knocked out by the brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, 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 Penelope gets involved, then Ty Conti comes running down, and Ty Conti gets beat up and knocked out by the brass knuckles. That was on Wednesday. Yeah. On Friday, on Rampage, we saw the same thing. Now, for us, that was a two-day difference. Mm-hmm. For the people at Arthur Ashe Stadium, that happened the same day. Yeah. Within an they, hour or two of each other. They did four hours of wrestling. Yeah. At Arthur Ashe. Yeah. So, and the only difference you got was on the Rampage one, Dark or, uh, Orange Cassidy and Statlander come out. Uh, okay, cool, because they're in a thing, because Cassidy's in a thing with Matt Hardy. Um, Statlander is like Mama Statlander, it, it appears. Um, then the Dark Order comes out, the whole Dark Order, something, and okay. Cool, they're 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 reuniting the Dark Order. They're they're bringing them back together. Awesome. And then at the end of it, Uno and Stu leave again. Well, Stu was chasing Uno. Uno leaves. Stu goes after him. Uh, Colt got out of the ring and was like standing at the bottom of the ramp, confused, like like, what's what's going going on. Um, No, and and we saw where Anna Jay is like, I don't want you guys out here if you're gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna be a family. I don't want you around. I like the idea of Anna Jay reforming Dark Order as the leader. But I need it to, I need some sort of clarity on this. Yeah. Right now the Dark Order is very murky. Yeah. Um, would you say they're dark? I would say, eh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a problem. It is. It's it's kind of ruining them for me. Dark uh, Order. Dark Order went from what was going to be a an evil stable then life happens. They had to change gears on the Dark Order. They got over as a comedy gimmick. Well, they got over as mega face comedy gimmick. Yeah. But they never were able. They never won. They, they were never, never given the opportunity to capitalize on it. Yeah. They, now they're, I think they're slowly starting to lose the, they're losing the goodwill of, and this is going to sound awful the way I'm fixing to say this, but they're losing the goodwill of Brody's death. That statement was made that, by Jason yeah, Holder and that, is not. Right. You know. <laughs> that sounds terrible the way I just said that, but. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I understand you know, what you're saying there. It is sound, sounds terrible the way you said it. Yeah. I can't and think of a really a it's better bad. way to say it. It's though. bad and you should feel bad, but. Yeah, that's one of those, how could you say something so <laughs> true, but, or so brave, but. Yeah, so yeah. true. I, uh, look, you know, so that Brody's passing, and we spent a ton of time talking yeah. about it. Brody's passing launched Dark Order into the stratosphere. Yeah, AEW failed to capitalize. Yes, because as good as AEW has been from time to time on on changing directions when things aren't working, because. 
Dark by this point, somebody in Dark Order, Stu and Grayson, Silver and Reynolds, somebody should have been the tag team. Even if they were transitional, yeah. You know, they, even if they only had it for a few months, they should have been tag champions. They should have been we, tag champions. By now, we should have a clear: this person is the leader of the Dark Order. Yep. Now that you know Brody's not here, who's our new leader? So even if you over. go back to a secret exalted one, yeah, because you don't want to make it Uno, or you don't want to make it Stu, or you don't want to make it Silver, or make it the Raw General Manager, right? You know, yeah, even Hornswoggle. Could have been anybody. Yep. They need that. That group needs direction of some sort. That is not, hey, you're a losing comedy gimmick. Yeah. Everybody loves Dark Order. I love Dark Order. Everybody does. They and they got themselves over on BTE. Yeah. But they need to start getting quality wins. They need to start getting quality yes. story. You know. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just not going to be taken seriously at all. Ever. No. You know. Um, we've got Punk feuding with Team Taz. T- Team Taz, which is better off screen, I think. Yeah, than it is on screen. I saw a tweet, uh, from Punk where he said, "I don't care. I'll go to the ring wearing orange, wearing all orange." <laughs> Taz responded, Taz "You better not. Don't you do it." <laughs> um, I think I'm more interested in the verbal sparring between Taz right. and Punk um, than I am anything that goes on the ring. Um, in the ring. The the last thing I kind of want to touch on is just Rampage as a whole. Mm-hmm. So Rampage was two hours. You know, and we, we've talked about it a few times that Rampage could could be two hours, I think. I think a two-hour wrestling show was a good point. Three hours is too long. Three hours one, is too much. One, one hour, hour can be too short. Yeah. They've done a good job with Rampage thus far at a one-hour show. Yeah. But so we got two hours of Rampage, and honestly, the second hour of Rampage was hot garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the the America Top Team that I do not care about in the slightest. I don't understand why they're involved in there. I do not understand at all why we they're had, involved. What's his name? Uh, the the head of it. I I don't even remember the old man's name. Uh, is uh, it Dan or something? Dan Lambert. That's it. Uh, you know, we, we had another old man yells at clouds moment. Uh, then we had like 10 MMA guys beat up Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, which, which, once again, the next Santana, match and, Santana Ortiz, and Ortiz, they were the first ones out. Yeah. You, Where you, were they when their friends, their brothers in the inner circle yeah. were getting beat up? Yeah. Where were they? Where were they? Where was, I mean, I thought, uh, you know, at one point, Darby. Sammy. Darby Sammy was, was there. Yeah, Sammy was there. Darby was feuding with the, the men of the year for a while there. Where was Darby and Sting to come out and maybe help? Where was where was any of the faces in the back that, you know, looked up to Jericho or any of that kind of stuff? Where was anybody while roughly 10 MMA dudes beat up a 51-year-old man and Jake Hager, you know? Um, now, for the record, I can watch 10 MMA, 10 MMA dudes and, and the one girl that they had out there as well. Yeah. They can beat up Jake Hager every week, and, and I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care at all. It just made but, no sense. Yeah. Um, and if this is what they would want to use a second hour of Rampage for, nah, you can, you can keep it. Hard pass. 
So I've done the math multiple times for what we talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. We have nine hours of wrestling. Yeah. Approximately nine hours of wrestling a week that we need to watch. And actually, I think it's gone up to ten with Rampage. Yeah, because we had three for Raw, then three for Raw for NXT, five at NXT, seven at SmackDown, SmackDown two for Dynamite, two for so Dynamite, that makes nine, it nine, and then ten, and then Rampage. ten with Rampage. This being eleven hours this week, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a non, yeah, that's uh, a non normal week. Well, that that's non-pay-per-view a non non pay per view week. So we were at eleven hours this week. If we watch the pay per view tonight, that's probably what going to be three hours. Yeah. So there were up to fourteen hours of wrestling this week. I love wrestling. Yeah. That's a little much. But I have other passions <laughs> right. and I have other projects and other things that I'm working on. I I don't want to devote fourteen hours a week yeah. every and, week to my to wrestling. And like we just said about like with NXT, we're not watching I'm not gonna watch NXT next week. Um, I just, there's a good chance that I don't, I don't see the point. There, There's a good chance that I don't, you I've know, got stuff to do. Dear listener, we'll still read over the, the results for now, it, for now, but I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah. But anything else you want to talk about? I, I don't think so. On, on that sad note, we're going to transition to guys. Now that you're done listening to us and you're all depressed, Go check out our friends over at Rogue's Cast Radio or Silence Your Cell Phones. Uh, their podcasts are great. Yep, they might cheer you up after the depression that you we've put you into, <laughs> but they're great. Uh, Silence Your Cell Phone. Their movie reviews and talks about movies. Rogue's Cast Radio. They talk about everything nerdy. Yeah, just general nerd culture. So go give them a like, give them a follow, give them a listen, and. If you end up talking to them, tell them we sent them sent you yeah. their way. Um, and don't forget, McNarb, we'd like to thank McNarb Gaming for letting us use the space that we're in to record. You know, guys, come down, get a board game, get some magic cards, get some Pokemon cards, uh, get some paint, you know, pick up some miniatures, uh, buy some card sleeves. There's a ton of stuff over there for any of your gaming anything uh, yeah. there's tabletop there's again board games from they've got versions of monopoly or the the hey i'm just barely starting into this whole weird world of board games all the way up to a 300 hundred dollar Catan set you know it looks um, really good it does look pretty cool uh, 300 maybe not but it does look pretty cool. Uh, i don't have 300 dollars um, that i can put towards that but i was looking at that the other day i was like ooh. But they have all of this cool stuff over there they've got a huge board game wall so if you want to play Try something before you buy it. It's probably on the wall. Uh, there's always people up here that are willing to teach you a game or you know show you the how-tos, the, the why-fours, give you some information about things if you have questions. Um, you know, just come up here and enjoy. There's always somebody up here that's playing a campaign of D&D. Come sit, watch them, learn the game, and join in. Yeah. Always, there's always a new Definitely game starting Wednesday every nights. couple weeks. Wednesday nights has Adventure League, which is a D&D thing. Um, Starting. There's always somebody looking for something, somebody at the table. So. Yeah, so come join them. If you don't have any of the books, you don't have the dice, don't worry about it. Yeah. Somebody somebody here has books, somebody here has dice, and they will be more than happy to lend that to you so you can create your character yep. and you can play in the game. Uh, and we also want to say thank you to Big Dog Liquor. That's where we get all of our liquor for the show. Go check them out. They do uh, military discounts, I think, on Wednesdays. 
They do military discounts all the time. All the time. Senior discounts on Wednesdays. Senior discounts on Wednesday, Wednesdays. So go check them out. They've got all of the bourbon, whiskey, wine, uh, vodka. If you want it, he's probably got it. And if he doesn't have it, he can look into getting it for you. So go check them out. And until next time. That's it. Cheers. Cheers.